Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. Hello, everyone. It is B back again with Galactic Dance Podcast. This would be episode 79.5 as it is a bonus creator interview episode. On today's episode, Laser Eric and myself will be talking with Matthew Cargill, the writer and creator of the comic book, The Comic, a comic all about a superpowered stand up comic. Uh, the book is hilarious, and we're definitely looking forward to letting you listen. As Matthew tells us more about the book, where the inspiration for it came from, and some of his other ideas, which are a great time. Uh, He'll also tell you where you can back the book. It is now live on Kickstarter. Uh, The link for that will be in the show notes below. And there's a lot of social media links you can check it out on as well to stay up to date with this incredible book. Uh, So without further ado, let's go ahead and get you guys started to listening. Matt, talk about the comic. Hello, everyone. Of course, this is B and Eric from the Galactic Dads podcast. Today, we have a special guest. Uh, we're doing a uh, creator interview. Today, we're talking to Matt Cargill, uh, who wrote the comic. Did you draw it or just write it? Just wrote it. Just wrote it. I can't draw. Well, I mean, you know, you can help, right? Anyway, I, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. It's good to have no, you. No, you go. You know what? You go ahead and run the show. I'll just sit back. <laughs> You just natural <laughs> performer. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, it's good to have you on. I know we met a couple of weeks ago back at QuadCon. I saw you rocking a booth promoting your book. So, uh, you know, it definitely got our attention because right? a uh, stand up comic superhero, that just kind of makes a lot of sense for some reason. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. It was great to meet you guys at QuadCon. That was one of the highlights of the show. Um, and I really appreciate, appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to do this, but yeah, you know, I, uh, there was a couple of things I've always done, you know, since I was young that I wanted to do, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian and I wanted to make comic book. And I, you know, of course I wanted to be in movies, you know, I, there was things I did. And then as I got older, I, I just thought, you know, I did stay in my thirties. I finally tried stand up and, and it was fun and I did it for a while. And, uh, but you know, I felt like had I done that at 18 or 19, I would have, you know, I would have, I would have said more. I wouldn't have been so reserved, you know, and then now I have daughters. So it's like, now there's things I don't want to joke about anymore (laughs) that maybe I would have joked about, which I I don't know, it's good or bad. And then during the pandemic, I decided, you know, well, I'm going to, you know, I had this idea for a while. And uh, so I started looking into what's it cost to get this done? You know, what Mm -hmm. are the steps, which, you know, I, I got on Facebook and, and watched some groups and, and finally contacted an illustrator. And I mean, I, I just throw myself in the fire. Like, I'm not going to dig into it. I'm not going to 
I'm going to learn on the go. I knew that I was going to make it happen no matter what. So um, I did that and then launched the first Kickstarter and, and it was a, a huge success, you know, uh, as far as backing. And, and then I did my first convention, which was that QuadCon where, where we met. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that was a lot of fun, um, which I didn't know what to expect because, you know, I, I, I did, that's not really my scene. I, I didn't, occasionally I would go to a convention. I went to, you know, Star Wars celebration with a friend of mine who's a big collector, you know, in Orlando. And, and I thought, you know, you know, which was just overwhelming for me because it's like, that's huge, you know? And, yeah. And so, I mean, that's to, definitely a big con to be one of your first ones. That's yeah. massive. Yeah. And now I was just, yeah, going as a, as a, you know, spectator. And, and so to do a booth, I'm thinking like, man, I got to compete with Mark Hamill. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these big, big, this crazy amount of people waiting in these lines, which is, which would be great if that, if that ever would have happened to me. But, but as soon as I, we got in there and got the table going and started talking to people, I mean, it, it was great. I mean, that was the best part of, of the whole process. So did you table at Celebration or? No, 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 no. We just, okay. we just went. Just I, all I really you. did was walk around and, occasionally when my buddy wasn't in line to get an autograph he would uh have me go find a figure for him you know and i would hunt i was just taking it in yeah Yeah. but i mean that was a blast you know just just the community everybody getting together and it's so positive and and i felt that way at quadcon too like everybody was there you know and, and it was just a positive experience yeah yeah it's definitely one of the best parts about cons it's almost addictive is just kind of the the climate, I guess, around there is always usually really positive, and it's a great uh, place to meet people with shared interests and stuff like that. So I think going to a con was a good idea on your part to be able to get word out. Uh, yes, I, I also know you had some sweet merch uh, that we all got, uh, which yeah. was great. I actually my koozie I use on the regular. It's up in my bigger cooler that I carry yeah. around my. Uh, soda pops in now my beers obviously but yeah right. <laughs> yeah so we i use that all i was like dude this a koozie is a great idea we might have to make some of these yeah koozies i try to keep all my rewards and merchandise themed to the to the the comic you know uh so i tied in rewards like i did a, a ticket stub bookmark you know that That's is a ticket cool. stub to the show he did and then i did a, a beer koozie because you know, when you go to a comedy club, it's a two drink minimum. So I wanted to call it a tier on Kickstarter, a two drink minimum. So I wanted to do a book and a koozie. That's and, cool. you know, and then I think I did an autographed headshot of Dick Joe where I had my wife sign his name. She's got better handwriting than me. So, you know, <laughs> he would. And, and uh, you know, I, I try and the same with with this campaign that that's currently going on is, is I'm, I'm doing another ticket stub bookmark exclusive to, you know, his appearance in issue two. Um, and I, and that's something I'm going to do for every book. Cause I think that's also kind of cool to collect these, you know, little bookmarks that are, you know, ticket stubs to, to this. It ties in. And I, I think it's cool. It reminds me of when I was, when I was in college, I spent actually spent quite a bit of time in comedy clubs and I kept a lot of my tickets. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a really common practice among people that, that frequent those places. They'll save the ticket stubs. And uh, we actually had up the comedy forum, not too far from where I lived. We had a, uh, a frame 
with a bunch of the old stubs from the people who came through and performed. We didn't have anybody huge, but you know, we right. did have Polly Shore and we did have some other people like that. And, you know, so we had the ticket stubs kind of lined up in the, in a frame there. So yeah. I thought that was, I got the swag pack too. And I thought that was actually a really cool addition. Actually um, my kids using the ticket stub from issue one right now, he's in the middle of reading a book right now. So he's using it. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, my daughter, she wanted all that stuff too, you know, but I won't let her read the book. <laughs> She's a good reader. <laughs> She's a good reader. How old's your daughter? She's eight. So she's old enough to start getting the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She can spot those words. She'll, she'll ask me questions too. And I'm the kind of dad that kind of explains it the best I can. Yeah. You almost (laughs) have to, my son's nine and, uh, and he comes up with some of the wackiest stuff and it's like, yeah, if I let you read that, I'm going to have to answer a lot of questions. So maybe we'll (laughs) wait. Her sense of humor is a lot of poop jokes, so I may have to mine from that for some of my issues. My my humor isn't that grown up. I try to spread the jokes. Yeah, I spread to try to spread the jokes out. You know, there's especially uh, in issue one. You know, I don't know. There's there's a panel. You know, like there's just like smaller winks to jokes. Like there's a panel right before this comedy show, and there's a a rabbi and a priest in in there. You know, in the background. That's that's just the old priest and a rabbi walking to a bar, you know, you know, so I, I try to do stuff like that. Issue two, I did another one of a, a joke that I think is pretty common. And I, if you know the joke, you'll get the line. If you don't know the joke, you see the line, you have no idea what's going on. And, and that's entertaining to me. <laughs> that, that right there, that's a gamble when, when you go to build an yeah. audience on a comic because you don't get to see the reaction. You just have to hope the yeah. reader gets it exactly or or in fact even my editor so i i sent then and the editor's like i don't get this line at the end so i i told him the joke and, I, and he's like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so for everybody listening why don't you just go ahead and start from like zero uh explain the comic you know who the character is uh where i think people probably get the idea that you had inspiration from a, a past life as a stand-up comic yourself, but just tell us about the character, kind of the story and where you're going with it. Well, yeah. So Mike Knight, stand-up comedian, Mike Knight, superpowered stand-up comedian. And of course, Mike Knight is open Mike Knight, you know, it's just a play on that. Um, Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my original idea was a little different than this. I, I've taken it a different way. I put some more thought into it. Um, and it's, it may wind up going that way too, but, but basically, you know, he's a, he's a, a stand-up comedian and he's a superhero and now he's famous. Right. So this is one of the issues of eventually I, I will start tackling is why is he famous? Is he funny or is it just because he's a superhero? Um, and of course in issue one, you know, he, he uh, stops the armed robbery, spoiler alert. But, uh, and then now we introduce uh, Dick Joke. And Dick Joke is, uh, he's the big bad. You know, he's a, he's a head of a, a crime organization and, and uh, he's a mysterious figure. Um, so now the comic's on his radar. And, um, you know, also the comic, he's, he's married, his wife, his wife has MS. Um, so he has that worry, which is true to life. My inspiration is my wife has MS, 
Missy Knight. And to tell you the truth, I, I thought of calling Missy Knight Sugar Knight. So he would call her Suge <laughs> and it would be Suge Knight. But you know what? I, I didn't really like that <laughs> reference. It wasn't a real positive reference. At some point, she would either have to point a gun at him or beat him up. One of the two. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Run over him with a car. So I'm just, Which so is not, it's oh, not too late. You know? So, And then when I came in with that and I was introducing the characters on social media, somebody said, aren't you worried that that's too similar to Misty Knight? And I was like, not at all. You're I'm like, not wait, at all who's about that? that? <laughs> <laughs> right. I not don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. And then he's got a, a, a best friend that manages him. And, and then I have, you know, more characters to, to work in. You know, I, I hope to continue to go. Right now, my plans are to do 12 issues. I have a story arc for 12 issues that if people don't want it anymore, it's just too costly for me to do it then no matter what i'm going to get to 12 but you know hopefully it catches on and people like it as as, as much as some people have so far or as myself and, and then i have other ideas to, to go into well that's really but cool how'd you go about finding an artist to work with you that was all facebook groups i i mean it i gotta tell you you put one message in these groups you're gonna get some artists in touch with you real quick and they yeah. say, hey, everybody's looking samples. to work. <laughs> yeah. And there is a, the talent is unbelievable. Um, I think where I lucked out with my illustrator is not just the talent, but the patience, because that's what I need. Because uh, the patience for me, because I'm doing it. That's another great about being, being a creator is I'll, I'm going to do it my way. I want to do my story. You know, this is independent comic creating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, there's guidelines and there's things you should try to do. And, and, but to the most part, I try to stay true to what I want to do, you know, and uh, my illustrator is pretty patient and he, he works with me and, and uh, he, he'll say, you know, all right, well, that's okay, but maybe you need to do it this way. And I, I really, for the artwork, I, I rely on him. I mean, he sends me a picture and, and, and almost every time, the panel is exactly what I envisioned when, when I describe it, you know, in the, in the script for him. And, and that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's nice. But you also have an editor too. Did you go out and find your own editor? Uh, yeah, that's easy to find too. Same groups, <laughs> but uh, actually Chuck, Pineau, he's uh he's edited a lot of books that have been on Kickstarter. And to tell you the truth, I brought him in because he was so, uh, entertaining and engaging with his Facebook lives. He was just a really likable guy. And, and I, I liked some of his work, you know, he had his own book that he wrote and some of the other stuff. So I brought him in uh, and, and he, he helps, he helps a lot. He suggested a joke here or there where I should put a joke in. Um, and, and just some of the things that, you know, I don't do, you know, I don't, I don't know all the, sentence structure grammar rules you know i use a lot of commas i'm just like they'll figure it out so <laughs> they'll, know, they'll know, know what i mean yeah. yeah at first i my sister who is a uh, uh kindergarten teacher but she's, she's really good at that so I, my first issue i didn't use an editor i sent it to her and she cleaned up my grammar and, and punctuation and all that and then the second issue i still sent to her but then i sent to my editor so i didn't i didn't want to embarrass myself too bad <laughs> i can collaborate on my homework before i send it in right <laughs> that's funny that's cool though um it looks like the book 
the first issue, did you kickstart that one as well? I did, yeah. I was going to say the quality of the book is really good. You've got like a nice, it's not like a flimsy, you know, newspaper type cover. Like this is like nice cardstock with yeah, on like gloss printing. It's really nice. Yeah, I wanted to do it. That too is like, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do what I'm going to do what I want. Yeah, is it expensive? Yeah, it is. You know, is am, am I breaking even on these books? Not yet. But as long as I have the money to to fund and keep going, you know, I already clear with my wife. So you know, <laughs> yeah, a couple hours a... overtime here and there. Yeah, you, you know what? Just do it. That's fine. Well, the nice thing about the the quality that you're you're already putting out is, you know, when the time comes that your your book is in shops and things like that, it stands up to any other book that you're going to see. Um, as yeah. far as that goes, you don't have to worry about thinking, oh, well, maybe I need to do a second printing or do something a little different. No, you've already got that part. That's so that's good. Your your first stepping stone is solid. Um, I noticed that too. Um, you know, just to piggyback off what you guys were just talking about, that the uh, the quality of the book and the quality of the illustration and how everything looked, it looked very, very well done, very professionally done. Had you not told me it was independently published, I would have thought that there was, uh, you know, someone behind you on it. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. And Comic Impressions, too, they do a great job. Um, that's who, who prints the book. And that was recommended by another creator that the support of the creator community in general, you know, they helped out a lot. Um, that was something that I didn't expect in the first campaign is, is all these other creators backing and then form those relationships and getting a little tip, you know, um, which saved me a little money, you know, for printing. So. Yeah, that's really cool. I know um, I've dabbled a little bit in the creator communities. Uh, and even just like locally, there's Ink and Drink Comics where a bunch of, you know, creators get together, drink beers and work on comics together. It's a great time, but uh, it's probably one of the most supportive groups that I've seen. And then oddly enough, uh, the Kickstarter community itself is just full of people supporting each other. I, you know, I just I've backed a couple of books. I've never done a Kickstarter myself, thought about it, but, you know, with two small children and a podcast that we're trying to get off the ground is that's not in the cards right now yeah. time wise uh, it's so a lot of work it is it is sustained work too like this isn't something that you just do in a weekend like making a comic and actually getting it to print i know it takes a lot of work you probably know much better since you've done it and you what you currently are currently kickstarting the second issue of the comic yeah yeah, we're live right now. Uh, I think this is the, you know, today's Monday. This is the fourth day of the campaign. We pretty good start. Um, we need to get some more people in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, <laughs> which we I can... guess is always the case. You know, no matter if you're funded already or not, you always want more people. And that, my goal for this is, and I've gotten some new backers, and I've gotten returning backers that um, aren't family. That's that's pretty rewarding in itself. You know. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing cooler than uh, a complete stranger backing you. And you're like, well, I don't know this person. Oh, they actually want to back my work. That's awesome. That's, a huge, right. that's almost like a, you might make it with this moment. You're like, oh, okay. It's not just my mom or my wife and kids who are backing me. <laughs> right. There's something to this. Yeah, that's a great feeling. But the book itself, I mean, it's funny. 
there were a lot, a lot of jokes that I chuckled at, uh, especially the, uh, you know, I, I don't care. This, this isn't that bad, but the, when I got my powers, I didn't masturbate for like a month because I was scared. <laughs> like that yeah. one made me laugh really hard. Yeah. That's, you know, I don't remember who it was, but funny is funny. And if it's dirty, if it's, uh, stupid, if it's cheesy, I mean, if I think it's funny, and there's all of that, all of that's in there, dirty, cheesy, stupid. You know, I think it's funny it's going in. Yeah, well, you can tell. But it's also cool because you get to see him live his life on the stage and then, you know, bits as a superhero. But the whole time he's still working out material, like right. he's working through jokes and like, man, I should this should have been my one liner for the end of this crime I just busted. Right. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious because you're like, this guy's just a normal dude trying to make his jokes work. Yeah, it's it's definitely true to my life. You know, it's it's, it's true to how I mean, he obviously I write it. So I, he thinks the same way I would think. Right. He's never going to be satisfied with any of his jokes. <laughs> you know, that's what I like about comics as opposed to stand up comedy is once I write it, I say it's good. I don't have to go back and reread it every night. I don't have to go back and retell it every night. I can go. It's good. Let's get it to print. And then once it's printed, I definitely can't change it. It's so out there. I, yeah, I have done. You know, and stand-up comedy, it's it's hard. And anybody you see continuing on in stand-up comedy, you know, you have to know they've told that joke thousands of times. And mm. you you know, and they've worked, they've they've whittled it down to this perfect, you know, uh, series of words and, and timing and and I didn't have that because once I told it, I didn't think it was funny anymore. So the second time I did it, I did not tell it the same. I did not give it any anything it needed. I didn't give the, you know, the effort it needed. And, and I could tell that. That's the challenge with stand-up comedy is you, you really think you're funny the first couple of times. And then the third time you're telling the same joke is like, yeah, okay. The fourth time is like, is this still funny? And before you know it, you, you lost the mojo for it. That's, Absolutely, I, I admire stand-up comedians and get up and do that and put on a show because you know it's got to be it's got to be hard to maintain that level and and maintain that that excitement every time so that other people find you funny. I mean, ninety percent of of what makes a stand-up comedian a comedian is their ability to get the crowd to react to what they're doing. You know, right. Yeah. Whether they're said, funny or not, you know. Right. I th finally I realized maybe I maybe I'm more of a monologist, <laughs> you know, like maybe I should, I need, and this is where Dick Joke comes in, right? So he's a he's a late night host or a, a crime boss, and yeah, no, and, okay, uh, <laughs> got it. Yeah. Little spoiler alert there. I actually I think but, Dick Joke as a um, you remember Inspector Gadget like the cartoon, and you yeah. always see Claw's hand. But you never that's see exactly, claw. like that's, that's hilarious. That's why I saw by the time I got to issue two and I saw Dick Joke again, I was like, I really feel like this is an Inspector Gadget villain. Oh, this is Gadget. exactly. <laughs> I was gonna do a variant cover of Dick Joke as Dr. Claw, and then the monitors I would have Mike Knight as Inspector Gadget. I actually just that would be a good one. That's a the f what dick joke I, there's a plan for i just kind of revealed it now i blew it but uh hopefully people <laughs> remember that but uh that <laughs> there's a plan for his reveal and time 
yeah if i was on the uh the normal recording software i would just go ahead and flag that moment take it out for you (laughs) (laughs) that's right down here but you know uh, i've turned on shows halfway through that i wanted to watch and i'm able to forget what i see when i go back and watch it (laughs) i do that i do that old man status now like i'll start falling asleep while i'm watching something and I'm like, I, I have no idea what's going on. We're going to have to try this later. Yeah, yeah, I do that too. My wife's like, did you see that? I wake up. I'm like, I don't even know what we're watching anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are we? Could be the opposite. My wife will fall asleep and then she'll wake up in the middle and be like, what did I miss? Like, I don't know. How long have you been asleep? Uh, the last <laughs> half hour? <laughs> we had to do this again. <laughs> That's fun though. Now, actually, I have this big urge to dress up in a uh, cosplay or something, go to a comedy club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'd probably fit right in. Did they open a new Funny Bone on the uh, streets of St. Charles? If they yeah. have, they're about to. Yeah. I know that's coming. But I think that'd be a fun night. And that'd be a great way to get the guy on stage or gout, whoever, to really pick on you while they work the crowd. <laughs> that would the, be fun. Uh, yeah, cosplaying as any of the characters in the comics is actually going to be pretty easy, right? It's like jeans and a shirt most of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, if you, uh, is it like a stretch goal for your Kickstarter? You guys can get these t shirts. So I have t shirts. T shirts, you can, any tier, and the new t shirt I really like, which is the dick joke silhouette. Um, and it's like, it's the comic symbol, and, and then he's leaning on it. And, and then the line from, issue one where he says stupid effing name you know so that's that's yeah. on there too <laughs> i really like that shirt um i hope that that goes well um that's just something you can get in a tier or you can add on to anything uh stretch goals really are just the bookmark and then i have a a trading card set planned uh where characters from the book are cosplaying as uh, as famous comedians so it's mike knight as andrew dice clay Nice. And oh, Stanley, yeah, Stanley as Eddie Murphy, and then <laughs> Missy Knight as Lucy, and then uh, you know I might do two more if if we get to that point. But I think that's cool too. You know that that sticks to the comedy theme. I do. Uh, there's also no sorry. I thought uh, the cosplay was hilarious because you had a. It looked like Mike Knight was wearing Eddie Murphy's jacket from Raw. Yeah, that's a little Easter egg in, in uh, the book. Yeah, and that's in the middle of another, you know, homage to Goodfellas that I did that I liked. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 that was exactly what I said. You know, I said, uh, uh, and he's wearing a, a, a suit like Eddie Murphy from Raw. <laughs> and then I even Google image didn't send it to my illustrator. <laughs> I think like, funny. You know? Here's the notes. Make it look like this. Right, yeah. And he did. That's pretty good, um, though. I, and that's hard to miss, too. Like, you turn the page, you see it, and you're like, I remember this bit. This was a great... Yeah. Yeah, yeah issue two has more sight jokes or gags or whatever you want to call them than, than I did in one. Um, so I kind of focused more on developing some characters in two. And I liked two, and I liked the jokes I worked in and the stuff. And then I think, like, man, should I have done more? So that's the, that's the thing I'm going to have to balance every issue is, is should I have done more jokes? Should I have done more character development, more story development? Um, that's something I'll learn on the go, just like anything else. 
Gotcha. Yeah, no, I really, the layout of the book is good too. So I'm not sure, you know, exactly how it comes out, but the onomatopoeia or the, you know, your visual sound effects are laid yeah. out and some of them in a really cool way. Like you could have like, traditionally you'd, you'd show the action of the panel on the page, right? You would have somebody raise a gun and fire it. You just have like bang, bang right next to it. But instead, right. uh, in a, a bunch of the panels, you guys do this really cool thing where the sound effect itself almost becomes the border of the panel. Yeah. So you see the action going, uh, whether it's an explosion or somebody firing a gun, you, it's, it's really cool to see. It's almost a new way to be a part of the story without actually realizing that you're a little more invested in the story because of how it looks. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's all Joe, Joe DeSantos. That's all the illustrator. I go, make it look cool. You know? And sometimes he'll go, well, what about this? And I go, yeah, that's a better idea. Do that. I mean, he, he knows, he knows, uh, I, you know, I was like, how am I going to do an action sequence? So, you know, writing it out, I'm like, uh, you know, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. I don't know. Just make it look cool. You know? And then he sends me back a sketch. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's, you nailed it. That's, that's definitely what I was thinking. Thank God you, you can work that out for me. Yeah. And I, I wanted to give him room to play. Like, like this is the main point, but you know, if you're in the mood to, to do something, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to draw. Um, I'm the last person that should tell you how to draw. So uh, let's see what you got, you know, and, and he, I mean, he, uh, he nails it every time. Yeah, no, the pages look great. Uh, the art looks good. The jokes are amazingly funny still. So don't worry about that. I think they translate well on page. So good job there. <laughs> Thanks. And it's definitely an enjoyable read. It's one of those books, though. And Eric, I, I'm sure you'll agree with me on this one, though, where it feels like it goes so fast. Like you feel like it's yes. a very short comic and it's just because you, you read it so fast because it's so enjoyable. So good job with that. So that's a great compliment. Thank you. I actually was like, is it too short? <laughs> is this too short? I mean, no, I, I think it's a good length, but it doesn't feel like a labor to read it. Like some, some comic books you'll pick up and you'll start reading them. You get halfway through and be like, I'm bored. This is not the case. Like we'll fly through it. I, I know before the con started, I read it, and at least one or two other people at our table read it too. I mean, it was a, it was a good, easy, quick read, and it was entertaining. So it kept our uh, kept our attention, you know, pretty well. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that's a nice. I I just wanted to. Uh, yeah, I think that was even my pitch. You know, it was like. If you just want a few minutes, you know, a few minutes escape, you know, this is the book for you. I'm not going to put you in this suspense and, and, and this real the story is, is a basic story because that's not the point of the book. The point of the book is this is funny, you know, or, or hopefully this is cool to see referenced or, or this is, you know, this rings a bell, you know, that's kind of the Goodfellas homage and, and too. it's like, oh, well, this is, this is a little bit different. I mean, it really is almost word for word except for, you know, changing it from one, one thing to another, but what makes that work is, is the suit, right? Yeah. The, the raw suit, you know? And, yeah. Um, I just think it's, it's fun. It's fun to do. It's fun to write. Um, yeah. well, that's good. It's definitely fun to read. So yes, I would definitely recommend this comic to anybody. 
who enjoys comedy or who enjoys superheroes. Uh, and if you like both of those things like us, this is a no-brainer. This is definitely a book you want to go back on Kickstarter, which sure. y- you should probably share that link. Uh, go ahead and say it here. I'll put it in the show notes down so people can link to it. But tell people how they can back in for how long they've got to do it. Well, I think the easiest way is to go to Kickstarter and search my name. Um, that'll get you there faster than if you put the comic in, you're going to have to scroll. There's a lot of, there's sense. a lot of comics on Kickstarter and, and that's what they'll show you. So um, it, would they, would they search for Matt or Matthew? Uh, I think if you just search Cargill, it'll, okay. it'll come up, you'll see it. Um, also, I mean, you can, uh, you can go to CalMac Comics on Facebook, and that's one way to get there. And there's definitely plenty of links because I post about it every day that you can click on. That'll get you right to the page. Um, Instagram, you can go to the Comic Comic, and same thing. There's links in the bio. Um, also, too, if you back going back to Comic on Kickstarter, and there's a there's a place where you can message me. If you message me, you heard it on Galactic Dads, I'm going to give you, if you back a physical tier, that means something's getting shipped to you. I will give you the comic number one free on top of whatever it is that you, whatever tier it is. Dude, a free book if you put in Galactic yeah. Dads? I'll throw that in because I like the Galactic Dads that much. That's oh. pretty dope. I feel special. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you guys. Also, too, another tier that I, I, I don't know. I don't think I've talked about it, but there's a roast master tier. And what that is, is at the end of the book, I'm going to do a page where people can roast whoever they want. They can roast me. (laughs) They can roast the book. They can roast their buddies. So, you you know, you back that tier, you get two books. I'll send you two books, one for you to keep, one to give to whoever you roast it. Um, And like I said, if you back because of the Galactic Dads, I'll throw in issue one on top of it free. And uh, I think that's a fun tier. The, the shirts are cool. I got the, you guys, I think, got shirts at the con. Yeah, we uh, So did. that shirt's still available. And then um, there's a new shirt, which I, I really like the new shirt. I'm starting to think maybe I, I, I should start a shirt business. I really like the ideas I come up with. Yeah, that's an easy one to get into because you're like, oh, I've got all these great ideas for shirts. And then you're like, now I just have to figure out how to sell them. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's the trick there. You can make all the shirts you want, have endless ideas for them. But then you're like, oh, yeah, I should sell these. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, though. And uh, we are approaching that sweet time limit that Zoom puts on us uh, <laughs> since we had technical difficulties again. Uh, it's really bothering me. I broke it. My fault. It's. <laughs> It's that's all right. Don't worry about it. Uh, but we, yeah, we definitely want to thank you, Matt, for coming on, uh, promoting the comic, the comic comic, which is a comic about a stand up comic, which is that's awesome. It? Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, and you know what? On brand for us, I would say there's still a two drink minimum to be had when you read this book. I, I think yeah. you'll enjoy it. that will enhance the experience for you. It will only help. <laughs> Good. All right, man. Well, if there's anything else you want to plug, feel free. Now's the time. No, that's it. And tell everybody, tell your waiters, tell your whoever you run into, tell your co-workers. Tip the wait staff. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, we'll definitely spread the word for you. We are uh, happy to have you on. Thanks for coming on and telling us about the book, man. 
you know, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. All right, everybody. So thank you so much for listening. Remember, when you go to back the comic on Kickstarter, be sure to mention Galactic Dads using code. Somehow let Matt know where you uh, learned about his book when you back it, and you'll get that first issue of the comic for free. So definitely check that out and get all of the cool reward tiers that are involved with that, depending on which level you back the book on. Uh, I've read the PDF. It is incredible, and I know you guys are going to enjoy it. But otherwise, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the show and enjoy that turkey on this Thanksgiving. Until then, keep on doing the dad thing.